Timothy Pastrami is in the building. Yeah, is in the his house. Does it say? Can you see the ready to go sign that's in front of my mouth out of speech bubble, or is that just me that can see that? I think it's just you. That's that's a you uh, thing. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> it's just going to disturb me. It's almost like when people have the a haunting. That's right, straight into mm-hmm. ghosts, everybody. Oh my god! And they can see it, but nobody else in the room can see it. That's what I've got with this little speech bubble here. It's just here. Ready to go. When you're ready to go ahead and join your first session. <gasps> Brian, can you see that speech bubble? Or is it you're just like me? Haley Jill Osmond. Exactly. Exactly. And the bubble is, is Bruce. Bruce Willis. I was going to say Bruce Springsteen, but I don't think but that's a different movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different that's a different movie where bruce springsteen's a ghost and no one can see him and he only haunts he haunts chi- children yeah he haunts children but specifically children in new jersey yeah blue collar children in new jersey yeah yeah which you'd really think he'd be a little bit more sensitive to you think he would you think he would he does seem like a much more sensitive chat than that but but they the facts are facts brian yeah do you see he got he got in a little trouble Did recently he? for what bruce springsteen he got like a DUI or something, I think. But he was like in court for it. But it was like it was like a weird case. There's something weird about it where like okay. he wasn't really over the limit or I, you know, I shouldn't have brought it up because I don't have any of the you facts. Don't have any I'm facts. Just literally, I'm just just putting out slander essentially. You're just slandering the boss, Brian. Yeah. And Christ, I won't take Sorry. that. And neither will the good folk of Asbury Park. It's true. They're they're tough folk and they they stand by their man. Tough and loyal. Yeah. Yeah. Um so welcome back to Oh Wow Ghosts. I'm back from wandering out in the desert. Uh much like and, some sort of biblical hermit type. Yeah. Did you get any insights, Brian? Um some uh, yeah, there was some divine intervention, that kind of yeah. thing, but um But you've forgotten it already. Yeah, it's gone. It's I, just it's gone out of my head. Boop. Yeah. <laughs> Boop. I spoke, I saw the face of God and I spoke to him, but do you know what? I'll be damned if I can remember what he said to me. Um, I lit some bushes on fire, but um, no burning bushes really. Oh, was it a, was it a jape on Paula? Just to give her, just to, mm-hmm. just to prank her? Yeah. Just you ended pranking up, her with the burning bushes. You ended up setting half of California on fire like those people with their baby reveal. God. The gender reveal parties are one of those things that just boggle my brain i didn't even i don't i don't even like it's one of those things that's crept into my psyche like drip fed mm-hmm. so the first time i heard it my brain just swatted it away and was like yeah i'm not even gonna pay i'm like little by little it's dripped and over like i would say a period of three years suddenly i was like wait what the fuck is a gender reveal like what it's just completely insane to me. And the fact that like, I think people have, people have died at them now too. Cause yeah. pe- it's like, it's like this constant, like one upping type thing where people want to do something. Yeah. That's a spectacle. I heard about yeah. it. Somebody was, somebody was, no, it was maybe on, was maybe on favorite podcast. Um, I can't even remember its name. Top Flight Time Machine. They mm. were talking about this and star Tottenham striker Harry Kane even had a gender reveal on the like the goal on the pitch of Tottenham's new jazzy stadium where like he volleyed a ball straight into like 
I don't even know what it was, like a piñata on the goal frame that sort of burst into like conf- blue confetti to, for a gender reveal that it was a boy. And I think people were sitting around watching like a Zoom feed, like giving it, fucking yes! God. <laughs> yeah. Which seems <sighs> taking, it a, t- taking it a touch far to me, but you know. Yeah, de- definitely. There's, I've seen some videos where like, where it's just like complete chaos. Like there's one where they've they've bought some sort of like special tire for their car and they start doing like a burnout nice like where the car is like the wheels are spinning so much that like it starts putting off smoke and it's like this blue smoke but then the tires like burn out and the entire car catches on fire awesome yeah so that's pretty good so that wasn't part of the gender i thought this was all part of the gender review i thought that there was going to be like a firework was going to explode from under the hood of the car and it was just going to say it's a girl mm-hmm. in a puff of pink smoke yeah it was revealing that this person's going to be part uh part boy part uh fire yeah exactly Some and then sort of the, the, the charred remains of the children in the back seat spelt out it's a girl God. Uh, oh we always wanted a girl oh. the uh the thing that you know i was just talking about this too and like as much as i like i i hated them enough already as is but we we were on vacation mm-hmm. once and we were like hiking around and we got to this like we we wa- walked to this really cool like it was like a sea cliff cave mm-hmm. thing it was like really cool like overlooking the ocean the sounds super fun. Cool. where was this please this was somewhere, it was like, I think it was um, in the, I think it was in like the Pismo Beach area. We were, we were on our way up. I don't up know Pismo, I don't know Pismo Beach, but I like its name straight off the bat, Brian. Oh yeah. Uh, we were, we were like going up the coast uh, or maybe we were coming back down. <laughs> Excuse me. It was I, somewhere between here and Santa Barbara. I can't remember I where. I am now. a huge fan of a sea cave. I'm mm. just putting, I'm just putting that out there. I just want everyone to know mm-hmm. that. Big fan of sea caves. Be big fan of a sea cave. Sorry. I'm getting in your way, um, Brian, of the story. So you're in Pismo Bay in a sea cave. <laughs> Pismo Bay in a sea cave. I might not have been in Pismo Bay. Now I beach. Pismo. I'm, I'm losing it now. Um, and it's like this super cool picturesque area. And there's like a lot of like brush around. Like it's California brush just like California kind of float. Brush. And like these people had been there probably the day prior and had a gender reveal party and just mm-hmm. shot confetti everywhere. Nice. So there was just like blue confetti, like stamped into the ground, stuck into all the bushes. Like nice. it was, and there was beer cans everywhere. It was just like a nightmare. There's, <clears throat> there's seagulls gasping for breath. There's yeah. blue confetti just puffs out of their mouth. Exactly. Yeah. It was a nightmare. And that made me hate them even more than I already did. So yeah. You hate them even more than the seagulls. And yeah. I know you hate seagulls. I do. I hate, I hate a gull. Yeah. I actually do hate seagulls, but that's, I once had some chips. I've had chips stolen me, from me from seagulls. I've been bullied on two continents by seagulls, Brian, and I don't like them one bit. They're following you about. I've had chips stolen from me on two continents by seagulls. British seagulls and Australian seagulls, Brian. Mm. And let me tell you, as you would imagine, the Australian seagulls were the rowdier of the seagulls. But the British oh, yeah. seagulls were pretty rowdy. Yeah. 
I had a full ice cream cone stand, stolen from me by a seagull. Sons and sort of, of swooped in, just yeah. boop, picked they it right out of my doing. hand. They know what they're doing. But it's okay yeah. because my children take their revenge. The last time we went to the beach, Stella proceeded to chase around baby seagulls on the beach. Mm. She wasn't very good at it, but she spooked the seagulls. So I was all for it. That's good. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, uh, it's your legacy being carried out. Yeah. One in the eye. <laughs> anyway. So... Gender reveal's bad. Yes. Seagull's bad, but not as bad as a gender reveal. That's what I yeah. take away from this. I, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For real. For real. For shiz. Um, now, Brian, was there any supernatural incidents in the desert? Um, I saw a big rock. <laughs> Did it look like a pyramid? Would Ozzy uh, Osbourne have anything to say about that rock? No, no, he no. wouldn't have said. Although, you know what? I did see there was all the, the cool rock formations out mm-hmm. in Joshua Tree are all named crazy things. I, I saw the Hall of Horrors, which sounds like it, it would be haunted, but that's got it was just attention. rocks. It was just yeah. rocks. But that's why they're doing it because yeah, they want to grab your attention, don't they? They want yeah. you to say the Hall of Horrors. That sounds fun. It's just rocks. It's just rocks. I mean, it was cool. Yeah. But it was just rocks, no ghosts. Yeah. Cool rocks, but not but not ghosts. Yeah. Okay. I did see there was a cave. I did go into this mine a little bit. Just poked my head in slightly. We we, we walked to a mine. We hiked hope, to a mine. I hope Paula didn't have to pull you out by your legs again, Brian. No, she didn't. But it was cool. It was like this. It was, it was an old mine, and we walked just like into it. It was all like fenced off. But could you, could um, you go? You couldn't get in. You couldn't go into the mine itself. You couldn't. No. Yeah, you can go super far in, but it looked pretty haunted in there. Yeah, uh, it be. still had like the rails for the cart mm. to go down. That Couple was pretty of prospectors. cool. Mm-hmm. Ghost prospector ghosts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The saltiest of all the ghosts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but I think I think uh, Joshua Tree in that desert place is pretty. Uh, I think I feel like UFOs are a thing. There. I was going to say the surely it feels UFOs. like UFO country to me. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Especially since they heard that U two album. Yeah, exactly. It's really, it's, it's, they just broadcast it there uh, into space. Yeah. To straight out into space. That does seem kind of like the hyperbolic act of U2. Mm -hmm. To just broadcast straight into space to other worlds. Yeah. And hopefully the aliens just said, no. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that's the reason that aliens haven't come? Mm -hmm. U2? They just, they, they know that. They just they 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 know us as the U two planet, and they're like mm. they, they're just in or they're just intrigued. They're like, mm-hmm. really, this is what they beamed out into space. I got to see these folks, but that's why they just they don't they're not sticking around. Yeah, they're just like, mm, I'm good. Okay, <laughs> um, I've had enough. Yeah, that's probably enough for me, actually. Okay, yeah. I wonder if I wonder if U two made their spaceships automatically download their new albums too, Brian. Oh, <laughs> seriously though, what the fuck was that all about? I that I feel like that just goes down in history as like one of the most like idiotic the we- sort of like marketing attempts. Just the weirder it, of like yeah. the, again so and much weird. much like the aliens when and that, I think that was my first i like it's maybe my first iPhone. I can't remember, but anyway, it, much like the aliens, I just got the new phone, was all excited, and then saw that album downloaded and just. Uh, no, just take that off. Yeah. yeah. It also, like, I feel like it was this attempt to do something cool. And then mm-hmm. 
it really backfired, not just for YouTube, but then also Apple, just yeah. because it was like, we could just put a full <laughs> full album on your on your phone if we want to. Yeah. And it was sort of like, this is fucking weird. Like, this what else could weird. you do? Like, yeah. I didn't, yeah. I didn't ask. The only thing worse, I think, I don't know if this is worse. There's three, I'm going to give you a list of my three least cool bands. U2. Okay. Coldplay. Mm. Maroon 5. Mm. All hard agrees. Actually, you know what? Paula and I had a conversation last night about, if you, you know, like the term dad rock, like mm-hmm. things are dad rock. Yeah. I consider all those bands uh, mom rock. We were talking okay. about mom rock last yeah, night. And, this is, and Coldplay and, and Maroon 5 both fall into those. This is, we've, I've had this conversation with Isabel before. It's like, can you imagine what the Maroon 5 concerts look like? Just oh, yeah. like screaming 45 year old women. And listen, mm-hmm. I've got nothing against the screaming 45 year old women. You go nuts, gals. But, you know, yeah. um, if, if there's, it's one of my, if you ever had a greater shame than like being in a supermarket or somewhere and find yourself like maybe your foot tapping and then your head, you just find your head nodding a little bit. And then there's a horrible, horrible moment of realization where you say, oh, fuck, it's Coldplay. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Oh, that's yeah, that's ha- that's happened to me on more than one occasion. Where oh, fuck, it's Coldplay. Oh fuck, it's Coldplay. Yeah. Um, there's what it, I had some song playing. It was oh the the song. Oh fuck, what what? It's some Coldplay song. It's pretty much just straight up samples a. Uh, it samples craft work. Okay. It samples. Um, and my friend was. I had it playing. I had the Kraftwerk version playing. Yeah. And my friend's like, what is this, like an elevator version of Coldplay? And I was like, it's not Coldplay, like, it's Kraftwerk. Fuck you. It's computer love. They sample computer yeah. love in... Um, boop, 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 yeah. boop, 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 It's just computer love. Yeah. I think they... It's not like they ripped it. They yeah. they asked for permission or whatever. Like, it isn't, it isn't like one of those things where... Yeah. They write a song and don't realize they're ripping it. Like, what's his name? George Harrison... I had for some for some reason I had uh, well not for some reasons because it's great but I had Autobahn was playing and after about 15 minutes Sophia just turned to me I was like when is this song going to end <laughs> <laughs> Autobahn I love I love Kraftwerk uh, oh they're awesome but um, and I was pleased to tell her oh we still got a ways to go here sweet cheeks oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> this this autobahn is an, yeah. I mean the autobahn's long. It's long. Just like just like the autobahn itself. Just like the it's autobahn itself. Just keeps going and going and going. Do you know there's no speed limit on the autobahn or there's like one uh lane of the autobahn where there's no speed limit? Yeah, I remember hearing about that. That's, that's like awesome. that's what that's immediately what I associate with the autobahn. Yeah. Just fucking horse it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of the autobahn's a cool thing just in general. There's like a lot of um a lot of design philosophy and stuff uh, kind of came out of that where it, it needs to be the most uh, needs. You need to be able to communicate information very quickly. And it's really yeah. informed a lot of like modern design, um, like German design in general has influenced oh, design a big lot. Time. And, uh, big time. Autobahn has like a lot of stuff in it. That's those Germans. Kind of they're, design, they're design machines. Oh yeah. They've moved past their sketchy past and embrace design mm-hmm. it was the only way to go 
It's true. It's the only way. The only way is up. You see, because they embraced, and that's the thing. You see, they embraced their sketchy past. Mm. We in Britain, we don't embrace our yeah. sketchy past. And that's why we're stuck in sort of low quality concrete design. <laughs> the Germans, they embraced their naughtiness and they've moved mm. on from the naughtiness. Hopefully. Moved on from being naughty. Hopefully they have. <laughs> um, um, oh, I mentioned, I meant to mention this before. The number one, this is what Paula and I ended up agreeing on. Mm-hmm. The number one mom rock band. Let's see. Yeah. See if you can conjure it. See if now, you would. This is, this is specifically a band. See, now, this is tricky for me because there's like, there's the awful Maroon 5s of this world, the mom rockers. Mm-hmm. But then there's the ones that actually like, for instance, my mom loves, like my mom's all-time hero who she's been to see in concert many times. Brian, it's the one, the only Mr. Lionel Richie. Oh, okay. But see, yeah. you know what? That's good though. That's like, Okay, you know, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. But that to me is also, that's not mom rock, but that's a concert full of that's moms. That's your mom's rock. That's my mom's rock. But I'm mm-hmm. guessing there was a lot of other moms in that concert, Brian. A lot mm-hmm. of them. Just I'm screaming thinking of at like Lionel. low quality. Yeah, we're talking Maroon 5. We're talking awful, yeah. awful people. It's the sort of dudes that sort of, are like that lead singer from Maroon 5 who is like covered in tats like head to toeing tats right tough guy tats also I believe some of One Dimension have this I think we've mentioned this before I've never listened to one One Dimension song but I've seen them there's guys in there who like marketing themselves as these like tough guy tat boys right Tough then, Guy Tat Boys. <laughs> tough I'm writing guy, that down. That might be the, the episode name. The, the tough Guy Tat Boys, <laughs> who then are like the fucking lead singer of Maroon 5. Yeah. Like, yep. dude, come on, man. Come on, bro. Like, this this is not adding up. I mean, listen, each to it their own. Each to their own. But don't then go and be the front man of Maroon 5. Just in general, don't do that. Just, I mean, in general, I no would say that who to you are, don't everybody, do any young musicians out there looking for advice from me, a noted music historian, just, um, just don't, just don't be the lead singer of Maroon 5. That's all I would say to you. Just don't do um, it. Just don't do it. Um, anyway, sorry. So, okay. So I'm guessing who are the number one worst. Or like, yeah, mom, if you had to put, make the, the ultimate the ultimate uh, playlist. The top so, or top of the list. It's top of the be, list. So you're telling me it's not Maroon Five. It's not Maroon Five, but they're on. They're like either two or three. Is it Train? Hundred percent. You got boom. It. boom. <laughs> I knew well it. Done. Well I done. knew it. <laughs> <laughs> it's Train. It's Train. It's that mm-hmm. Drops of Jupiter song, isn't it? It's, yeah, that's what's yeah. getting them in, Brian. I'm very impressed. I'm yeah. very impressed. Boom! I knew it. I had a moment of inspiration. I was like, who is worse? <laughs> there is nobody worse than Maroon 5. And then my brain said, no, Boom. no, wait. There is somebody worse. There is somebody it's worse. It's Train! <laughs> well done. Well done. Yes. Wow. We're winning. It's going to be a good day, everybody. It's going to be a good day. Yeah, that was solid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's the, it's the only band worse than Maroon 5, Brian. It's the only band worse. Yeah. And like, if, if you can just imagine the audience, it's yeah. just, it's just moms. Oh, it's all moms. It's, it's all moms. Mm-hmm. Just going fucking nuts. Bananas. <laughs> just absolutely bananas. Listen, they're having a good time. So hats off to them. And you know, yeah. listen, 
the people of Train and Maroon 5 are, you know, um, giving the people what they want. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and listen, they're making millions of dollars out of it. So good for them. Good for the moms. Everybody's a winner apart from us who have to hear that that blooming song in the supermarket, Brian. Mm-hmm. I had to I had to write some copy for Maroon 5 once. Really? I did. What was it? Was it super rocking, Brian? Oh yeah, it was. It was, was it just cray cray? Yeah, it was. It was for um, who? What was it for? It was for Live Nation. I was working on a project for Live Nation, and What's I had to write. Like, I don't know Live Nation. What's Live they're Nation? Like, they're like a concert. Uh, okay. It's like a ticket buying thing, yeah. um, and it was like to move some tickets, some social media stuff. So I had to write. Sure, some just gonna fly off the shelves. Stuff. Just gonna oh, fly yeah. off the shelves. Which does remind me, I feel like I've seen that lead singer of Maroon Five. I remember seeing him do a commercial and I want to say it was for like, for like contact lens solution. (laughs) I feel like he's, he's like, uh, he's really branched out in terms of like, he's like on like reality shows and shit, I think like, or like judge shows, right? He was on the voice. He was definitely on the voice. I've seen Mm -hmm. him on the voice. Yeah. 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 He's diversified his, uh, he's on the voice. Yeah. We used to, I feel like especially when Isabel was pregnant with Sophia, she would come home and we would just get straight into the voice, Brian. Just rip <laughs> in there with the voice. I've never um, seen the voice. I just know they have the chair that spins. It's got the chair, chair that spins. I've seen a lot of the voice. Um, I'll go along with the voice. Isabel has the thing of, she has like intense days of work and then she'll be like, I need to watch some 100% dog shit. Mm-hmm. Um and I often get roped into that dog shit, Brian. And so I've seen a lot of those things. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not proud of it, but there we go. Sometimes the voice, what, it, what I love about the voice and all these music songs, listen, and I've loved them. And there's some of them that have been great and I've gone along and I've enjoyed them and you've, and I've got into some of the people on them. And then it's like, who's going to win? Oh my God, they won this year. And then it's just, whoop, never they heard fade. of them again. They fucking never heard of them again. Apart fade from obviously, apart from obviously Kelly Clarkson. Listen, mm. we all, Kelly Clarkson's still there. We all know she is, okay? Um, but where are they, Brian? Where yeah. are they? Or is it Ruben Stuttered? Uh, I've never the heard of one? him. I like his name, but I've These never heard the, of him. Um, that's American Idol, though. American Idol. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking. Kelly, yeah, Kelly Clarkson was American Idol. She was American Idol. Yeah, who's the, uh, Clay, Clay Aiken? Is that another one? Yeah, they, it's just these, like, America Kelly Clarkson is, I feel like, the only one that, like, really had a, a major career afterwards. I feel like American Idol has passed me by, like, Pop Idol, the original mm. British show, mm. yeah. That was, at the beginning, that was a sensation, Brian. Absolute sensation. That one Gar- has Ricky Gervais in it, right? <laughs> That's got Ricky Gervais, a giraffe, and Tiny Tim from Scrooge, mm-hmm. interestingly enough, was the other judge. But, Brian, famous for who's going to win? Is it going to be Gareth Gates? Or is it going to be, and I can't remember his name, Will Somebody? Will Somebody. Had a, had a, had a sort of fat tongue on him. Bit of a fat tongue. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, the fat tongue. But he was good. Oh, right, he was right. pretty good. Will Somebody. But he was good. And Brian, everybody thought Gareth Gates was going to win. Pretty boy Gareth Gates. Everybody thought, was, but Brian, Will won. The country had taken Will, whatever his name is to their hearts okay mm. 
this is going to drive me mad. I can't remember his name, but I quite like, do you ever get that thing where you quite, I quite like to have that sort of feeling of being driven, not being able to remember somebody's name and it being on the tip of your tongue and it drives you mad, but in a way it's quite pleasing. It's quite a pleasing sensation. I hate it. Ooh, I quite like I don't it like sometimes. That sensation at all. I quite like it sometimes. Sometimes I'll sort of torture myself to not remember, like sometimes, or like I don't want to remember it before I Google it. I want, I want the surprise of being, mm. of of like Google, of being like, yes, that's his name. So I like my brain is scrambling trying to remember, it, trying to beat me to that Google. My brain is like, I could do it. I could do it. Just give me a chance, coach. Throw yeah. me in. I'll do it. I could do it. For that and I'm like, no, no. Yeah. Anyway. There's a little um, insight into my therapy sessions for you. Hmm. Um, <laughs> there we go. Um, but anyway, I have no idea what I'm even flipping saying, Brian. What the hell um, are we talking about? Gareth, Let's rewind. Gareth Gates and Pop Will. Idol. Pop Idol. They won. But before that, I think this is just all going back to Maroon 5 and mm. Train. <clears throat> it does. It all comes yeah. back. It all comes back, Brian. Mm-hmm. And... Um, yeah, I don't think I've got anything more about Maroon Five. <laughs> I don't either. I think that's good too. That's probably bet for the best. Yeah, I think it's, it's probably for the best. For the best. Probably is. Um, I I did want to bring up that we since we didn't have the we didn't have episodes for the past two weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. Uh, we actually had people on Twitter saying that they were going to call the local authorities on yes, us. Yes, we did. Um. To which I think is totally fair. Um, I think so. And I'm willing to accept those consequences. Uh, yeah. So. Listen, if the local authorities have something to say about it, we'll accept that slap on the wrists and we will move on. Better, brighter, mm-hmm. and having learned something, you know? It's yeah. onwards and upwards. That's what I say. If that's mm-hmm. what the authorities say, then we will take the punishment that's meted out to us. Because, you know, it's all growth is about learning from your mistakes, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, um, and I needed to walk out into the desert, you know? Brian just needed to get out into the desert, folks. Jeez, give <laughs> give the guy a break. Um, yeah, I do I do wish uh, it was a bit more haunted, the desert, but it wasn't very haunted, I gotta say. Are deserts known for being haunted? I feel like deserts are, yeah, I feel like they're like uh, very spiritual places right that's right i guess i guess they're quite spiritual spiritual types maybe not haunted in the sense like oh there's a dead ghost here or there's a dead dead person that haunts this area but i feel like the they're you know considered to be spiritual lands you hear a lot about energy vortexes and deserts i feel Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know and i think that's probably what's attracting the ufos or as my mom used to like to call them ufos UFOs. UFOs. I think she was trying to rebrand them for a younger market. Mm-hmm. Didn't really take. Yeah. I don't think the uh, Gen Zers are really into UFOs these days. I don't think so. But there has been, we've, I think we've talked about this before. What's the rebrand? There's a rebrand of UFOs. They've now got a new name that I've read in like newspapers a couple of times. Oh. What is it? It's like PBRs or something. PBRs, Pabst Blue Ribbons. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like but a three-letter. It is. It's another. Too, it's like why it? don't you just keep UFOs? Why? I what's like wrong UFO. with UFOs? Brian, before you know it, we're going to be storming the Capitol building here with this kind of complaint. <laughs> why are they getting UFOs? Why are they canceling UFOs? What's wrong with this UFOs? They got a, gotten out of hand. They got a perfectly good name. <laughs> they have a name. We all know what they are. Christ, Brian. Christ. 
tool, tooled up and ready for action before you can see Jack Spratt, Brian, kicking in the doors to federal buildings up and down the country. Um, this is a, it, it's a great injustice that UFOs have suffered at the is. hands of uh, cancel is. culture. Fucking cancel culture. When is it going to end, Brian? <laughs> um, I was thinking, um, should we bring back Goblin Review? Damn straight we should. We haven't had a Goblin Review in a solid year, I would say. <clears throat> it's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> but I thought, hey, why not, right? Let me ask you this. This is very, this is very aptly timed because I, for some reason, was drawing a picture of a goblin for Sophia the other day. Oh. And she asked me what a goblin was. Mm. And I couldn't fully remember what a goblin was. I remember in Lord of the Rings, they're what, like disfigured elves or something? Well, <laughs> well, we um, yeah, so it's in, in Lord of the Rings. I'm going to launch in. Can I launch into Go this? For it. I'm going to launch Can I just stop this. you before you do? Do you realize that Lord of the Rings came out like 20 years ago, Brian? It's wild. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Anyway, that's all I it, wanted to say on the matter. This struck me in the middle of the night the other night. Yeah. Like, that's fucking crazy. Anyway. Um, so... There's basically like two main forces yeah. in the, in like, almost like in the creation like times mm-hmm, in it. Mm-hmm. Cause what's his, what's his name? J.R.R. Tolkien, yeah. um, not as much as C.S. Lewis was like very into, uh, he was like inspired a lot by like Norse stuff, but also just like Christian stuff well, as well. This is what I've, I've heard say the big difference between C.S. Lewis and J.R.R. Tolkien is C.S. Lewis, big time Protestant. J.R. Tolkien, big time Catholic. And it's like mm-hmm. the two versions of like these kind of Christ, like, I think, I think, I feel like Tolkien is less preachy about it. He's not sort he of, is. whereas C.S. Lewis is like child wear, wear, wear makeup and be damned to hell sort of um, yeah, style. He's- He's way more on the nose with it too. It's like it's a lion that dies and then it saves us and it comes back. Like it's it's yeah. very uh like the allegory is very direct. Do you know Philip Pullman? Do you know have you know the the His Dark Materials trilogy? Oh, um what is it? The the uh Golden Compass? Yeah, exactly. I read Gold Golden Compass when I was a kid, but uh I don't think I read any of the other you ones. You gave up on the other ones. Well, I haven't really read them either, but the author himself is a dude, is like a serious dude who just like hates religion. So his the whole point of his thing is like he just goes on these diatribes about C.S. Lewis, but really like pinpointing and sort of going through them and just like, this is evil, this is evil, this is evil. Which at the time I was like, whoa, what? This I mean, this again, this is like 20 years ago. I remember him doing this, but anyway, breaks it down. But I remember him saying, Yeah, the big thing is that, you know, Tolkien's Catholic has much and I can't again Brian I don't remember why I'm saying like mm-hmm. well of course Tolkien was a Catholic and if we look into this <laughs> um, but something about that Brian and it makes it seems perfectly sensible to me mm-hmm. um, but just in that I think I think I mean to say his was just it, it's a bit less sort of hardcore intense yeah. you know um, a bit more sort of airy fairy and you know Mm -hmm. I'm just going to put it out there, Brian, a bit more fun. Mm, It's definitely a bit more fun. (laughs) Anyways. Anywho, right, this is going to be a 15-minute discussion on Tom Bombadil. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, (laughs) 
<laughs> he caught me off guard there. <laughs> that one caught me. I know um, you're a fan of old Tom Brian. That's why I did it. I that was a big fan that was of a Tom bit cheeky. Um, <laughs> anyway, sorry. Okay, we got the, the two. We got the two different sides here. We got okay. Mm-hmm. So it's basically like the main, almost like creation forces. Yeah. The one guy creates like this perfect race. That's the elves, and then the guy that's evil kind of wants to create a race himself so he corrupts yeah. them and creates the uh orcs but are they specifically when you say he corrupts them is he taking an elf and corrupting that pure good elf or is he making his own thing i think he I corrupts them i think he yeah. like takes them and then corrupts them that's i think that's the the idea in the hey, you ever try this you ever try a little bit of this you want to try a little bit it's fun i don't know you don't have to take it it's just i think it's fun but the thing bit? is, though, too, the I think I remember getting into an argument argument about this when I was a kid. Is sure. that goblin, <laughs> goblin and orc are used sort of interchangeably in like yeah. the Hobbit, but then they yeah. really are kind of different, more so in the books because like yeah. goblins are more so the kind of goblins like underground-y def- version, and they're sort of smaller. Right? Like the orcs are like big dudes. I feel like the orcs are like super buff. So here's the big thing in the movie, from what I can gather. Goblins are cockneys and orcs are just... <laughs> goblins are like fucking late night taxi drivers and mm-hmm. orcs are like steel workers. Yeah. But I think, I mean, goblin... I feel like most people now associate orcs with like the Tolkien sort of interpretation of it. But, okay. you know, it predates... Like it goblins. Predates. Oh, yeah. Goblins, goblins are, of course. Pre- yeah. Of course, goblins predate. We all know goblins predate. But orcs? Were orcs a thing pre-Tolkien? Do we know? Uh, You know, I'm not sure. I can't remember if that, that term was used. Okay. I think he might have invented. Matt, yep. now, now I'm really... I have to look this up now. Brian. 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 Okay, here's a question for you. You're going to be one of the... Um, creatures from lord of the rings what you gonna be brian um troll <laughs> no i don't know um a creature i'm gonna be a ring wraith why not you're a fucking ring wraith <laughs> i like your style brian why not hmm? fucking love it me dwarf easy Dwarf? Actually, yeah. yeah, you know I'd be a dwarf. I mean, look at me. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I fucking kidding? I'm a ring wraith. Uh, it's got to be the dwarfs for me. Choking <laughs> uh. on my coffee. Who the fuck am I kidding? I'm not a ring wraith. I'm a dwarf. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, I just feel like the dwarves are having the most fun. They're sort of yeah. fucking greedy little shits. They're grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> they live underground. They live they dig, underground. They dig holes. They dig holes. That's my fucking jam right there. Yeah. Like, they're just like greedy, grumpy little pigs who just burrow fucking holes. I think it looks awesome. <laughs> They've got gold. they got mithril. They don't like sharing. They don't um, like fucking sharing. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Oh, man. Got me going. Oh, man. <laughs> I want to be a dwarf because I don't like sharing. I don't like sharing. <laughs> Principally, I don't like sharing. Oh, man. Wow. Oh, oh fuck me. Yeah. 
That's pretty good. Right. I just wanted to know that, Brian. There <laughs> we go. Glad we cleared that up. I'm glad we cleared that up for everybody. <laughs> Guess we were doing a goblin review. I don't know. Yeah. Oof. Oh, fuck me. Yeah. But uh, all the goblins are fucking cockneys. They're all cockneys. Yeah. They're all like that. Whoa. I eat your little fingers, I will. And then I have yeah. some apple. I have some... Ooh, I'm gonna have some. I'm gonna have some pie and mash and some liquor. That's what I'm gonna have. I've got a goblin and a goblin. I'll take it off. That's all we all to eat for three stinking days. <laughs> oh, like They're all like that. Exactly. They're all yeah. like. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Ooh, did you see that? Ooh, ooh, look at the legs on that. That's basically the energy of all goblins, and yeah, um, yeah. They're all little Noel Fieldings just popping around. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's all no fielding. It's all no yeah. fielding. It's all no fielding. Where the orcs are much more sort of like... Do you know what the orcs are like? They're like the fucking douches at school. Like the proper like macho um, jocks. They're just like jocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like fucking homoerotic jocks. All like fucking rubbing cream all over each other and sort of threatening people. Yeah. They're guys, always wet. Always guys, wet. always wet. Guys, just fucking calm down. Okay? Just fucking simmer down. Guys, I'm not being funny, but the sexual tension in this room is off the charts. Okay? And that's fine. But just go with it, guys. Okay? Just, just, simmer. just go with it. Just go and with then there's, it. The, you know what's even more jockey, though, is the Urukai. The Urukai are even more... Yeah. The, those, those are like the man... man those orcs. are like... Yeah, those are like exactly... They're like those fucking awful, like the PE teachers, like the sort of, basically, they're like the jocks who grew up and needed a job and became like the fucking PE teacher and then are whipping all those fucking douchey jock guys up into a fucking, you know, you know what I mean? They're like the into lead. Into a frenzy. Into a frenzy. But they work, they're like super buff and work out. Yeah. And then who just basically would tell me off for like not picking up my feet properly when I walked across the playground. <laughs> Maybe that's just me. That's just my own personal just, thing. Mm. I used to drive my, I used to drive my, as you Americans would say, coach fucking mm. bananas, Brian, because I actively liked the sound of like I, the sound, the sound. I liked the sound when I would walk and I would sort of like drag my heels. So I would mm. like slip slop across the playground. And I never knew why, but this used to drive our fucking coach bananas if he was ever like walking across the playground he would scream at me every time brian he just thought i was a lost Pick up case. Your feet, Adlington. yeah he just thought i was a lost case and frankly he was right mm-hmm. fair and i'll tell you why because our school brian was a rugby school okay oh, rugby okay. school we weren't allowed to play football or as you may know it soccer mm-hmm. which was which then just made soccer that Oh, that forbidden fruit, Brian. Forbidden fruit. The forbidden fruit. Hated rugby. Still hate it to this day. I'm sorry to any listeners out there who adore rugby. Actually, the Urukai have big rugby vibes. Big rugby vibes. Yeah. Big freaking rugby vibes, Brian. Big thighs, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fast. Rugby, you were guaranteed to get hurt. If, so until I was 14, you had no choice. You had to play rugby. Just never, you just, and I was terrible at rugby. I didn't know the rules of rugby, Brian. And I was just thrown into a game every weekend. You're guaranteed to get hurt. Mm, it seems like it. You're offside. You there, you're offside. I don't know what offside is. 
Uh, to this day, it's very confusing to me. It seems Brian, like a confusing game. I know what I, I, I played rugby. I swear to God, I played rugby for a good solid, I would say, eight years, Brian. To this day, I do not know what offside in rugby is. I used to get screamed at seven, eight times a game, you're offside. I don't know what that is. Nobody ever thought to tell me. I never thought to ask. There we go. Anyway. We, I don't think I've ever played rugby. It was like one of those things. I kind of wanted to try it, but I think we played a version of it, but it was just like, it, it wasn't really anything. It wasn't. It's not my bag. It's not my bag. There's Were no... you in the scrum? Did you have to go in the scrum? Well, I know what a scrum is. That's about I it. started off on the wing, Brian, and then I got chubby and then I was thrown into the scrum. Yeah. Although my first game, this is one for rugby fans. My first game that I ever played, I was on the wing. So the winger, like the uh, like the little guys who are supposed to like get past the ball and run. I was put on the wing. My first game was told you're there. The first scrum that happened, I got straight into that scrum. A winger is not supposed to be on the scrum, Brian. I learned that later. Anyway, mm. listen, I feel like we're boring people with rugby facts. Did your okay. Did your coach yell at you for that? I don't even think we had a coach. Our school was so ramshackle. Like the different years, you would, you would, they would have games set up with other schools, right? So the years you would go and play rugby, but we only had one or two PE coaches. So then you would either have random other teachers who were just told, like, you be in charge of that year for their rugby. They didn't fucking know what they were doing. They didn't care. They were just like, I've got to be here on a Saturday. We're just like sitting with a coffee, like staring into space. So nobody was saying to me, what the fuck are you doing in the scrum? It was just like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. So anyway, anyway. Um, Urukai, big rugby <laughs> vibes. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what, Brian? I think I might've even been, I think I didn't even realize about the orca. I think I was just lumping in orcs and uruk into one big rubble mm. of different sized orcs. Okay. Yeah. Well, the the Uruk-hai are like more like half man, half orc, and they. Who's they can... making an urukai? How are we making an urukai? What's like the? How do we get one of those on the go? Fun. fun it's it's sort of interesting. The Tolkien in the books says something about them kind of coming out of the ground. Yeah. It's like I it's kind that. of like loose how he describes it. But the general idea is that Saruman makes them yeah. once when Saruman switches over, like you know, he's he's the double crosser. He's he's working with Sauron. He sort of does some sort of uh, corrupted magic thing. And in the movie, they show him like he digs him out of the ground. Yeah. Um, which it, it's like they kind of describe that in the in the yeah. in the books, but it's uh, the whole deal is that they're supposed they're supposed to be kind of a hybrid between men and orc and it allows them to operate in the sunlight oh they can so your average greater your, distances so your average orc can't 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 work in the sunlight yeah i think they're they're i don't you know it's one of those things i think that they in the books they're a lot more explicit about it but i'm pretty sure okay. they can only i know goblins like you know when they they're running through um, moria and then they get mm -hmm. out and then they're like the, they stop chasing them i'm pretty sure goblins in particular can't go out in the light See, I didn't know and then that. Orcs and goblins are pretty much the same in the books and okay. the movie. Okay, for real. I just, I mean, except, except for the Cockney thing, the goblins are a little bit more like, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure they they can't chill in in the sun. That's good to know. Okay, but they okay. can operate in in a. I've, oh, what I'm totally blanking out. Where's where's uh, where's Sauron? Where is he? Mordor. Mordor, thank you. Jesus. 
I think they're cool to operate, do whatever they want there, because it's like he's put like perma, perma. Um, it's perma darkness. Yeah. He's also he's the he, permanent he, you know, overcast. And you um, know why he likes that, Brian? Because that way he gets full effect from that old shiny eye of his. That's why oh, yeah. he's just a he's just fucking showboating in Mordor. I know. We should just be a Lord of the Rings podcast. We could do that. It would be ours. Now I've got a complaint to make about Lord of the Rings, Brian. Okay. The names Sauron mm-hmm. and Sauron is too similar. It's too similar. similar. I used to get confused. Too similar. Wait, which yeah. one was that? Wait, I forget which one. It's Christopher Lee. It's the other one. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say the one that's the the one that's a uh, a Sith Lord as well. Yeah, and a Sith Lord, man. Christopher Lee just sweeping up in the later latter stages of his life. Just fucking, oh yeah, he must have made an absolute fortune. Yeah, pretty much anyway. just doing the same thing. He's like the same wizard. dude. <laughs> same be a dude. wizard. Just be like a nasty wizard. Could space you? wizard, normal wizard. Yeah, Christopher Lee, fucking dude. Need to watch. Oh, yeah. um, Oh, the Wicker Man again. Mm, the the original one. Yeah, I still have to watch one. the original one. Do you not watch the original one? We've, we've, I'm sure we've done this before in the podcast. I think anyway, so. I'm like a goldfish, um, so I apologize to anybody. But but there. I've only seen the the god awful uh, Nicolas Cage one where he punches a woman. No, I haven't seen it, and I'm even less likely to see it now, Brian. I won't stand for that. Uh, where's this one set, please? Is it like Alaska or something like that? It's um, I think it's in Massachusetts or something. Pennsylvania, it's like on an island. It's not Pennsylvania. I think it's like on an island or something. Okay, I can't remember. I don't think it's Alaska though. Okay, fair play. Yeah, I apologize to everybody involved. Um, wait a minute. I think I had one more point about Lord of the Rings. Uh, Oh, I think it was just the mud. Again, this is. Mm. I remember reading somebody somebody talking about this and then it's also supposed to kind of come from his trauma from the first world war J.R.R. Tolkien like that's like mm. all people covered in mud and just hellish like existence and yeah yeah I mean the way that the Urukai are depicted kind of coming out of the ground yeah. is like it, it looks sort of like that it's got yeah. that like they're completely coated in mud just and then they put the, uh, the white hand on them that yeah. I just always thought looked like bird shit bird shit like a heron. Once when we were playing, now this is this this brings us back to rugby, Brian. Once when we were playing rugby, we used to have to play early on a Saturday morning, and it's a winter game in Scotland. Imagine that, Brian. Mm. Terrible mud, like a field of just mud and massive puddles. Nothing worse than getting tackled into a massive puddle at seven forty-five a.m. Anyway, <laughs> not cool. But one morning, it was all just one moment. It was just made all worth it when a heron, a massive heron, Mm. flew over the rugby field and did the most gigantic turd I've ever seen. Just like fucking... Straight out the cloaca. Straight out the cloaca. (laughs) Chocks away, Brian. (laughs) Fucking chocks away. You have never seen a bird shit like it. It was gigantic. And you could see it in the air falling. It was just tremendous to see. In flight, I was also incredibly impressed that a heron can just shit whilst flying, Brian. Yeah, that's, I mean, they're, they're, uh, they're very efficient. It's efficient. That's exactly what it is. It's efficiency. Yeah, it's and a lot also, of efficiency. Birds also, are efficient. They're efficient. You can say what you like, but they are efficient. 
And it also added some spice to the rugby game because you don't want to oh, fall no. into that gigantic turd. I mean, and I am not joking because it was going at some speed. I mean, we're looking at we're looking at a big, a big sort of uh, diameter for this yeah. bird shit. Lots of you know? coverage. Lots of coverage. Yeah. Now it's interesting that you say about the cloaca uh, because <laughs> I was. <laughs> Go I on. Found, do, I, do go go on. on. You have my attention. <coughs> <laughs> I was trying to explain a cloaca to a six-year-old child oh, and she no. fell asleep the other night <laughs> in like the most like user-friendly way possible. And also mm. trying to remember exactly what a cloaca, like <coughs> for some reason, for some reason, we started talking about chickens. She was falling asleep and she was freaked out about something. And then uh, I was, so we started talking about chickens, as you do. Famously, nothing calms a child down like um, chicken talking about chickens. So then she was like, so right, if the, if the, if the, if the mama bird is the chicken, right? I was like, well, it's the hen. It's the hen. And she's like, okay, what's the, she's like, what's the cockerel? I was like, well, that's, that's the dad, right? That's the man. That's the man one. And then she was like, yeah, but what's the difference? <laughs> and I was like, well, you know, but then, then I found myself like, I actually can't, like, what is the difference in the cloaca? Because <laughs> I don't know if, if just like, I was like, I don't know if a fucking rooster has a penis, right? He doesn't. He's got a cloaca. Brian, I found myself getting into a hell of a pickle at night trying to explain the sexual reproductive organs of a chicken to a six-year-old. <laughs> well, the whole the deal with the cloaca is just, it's the one, it's the it's, it's the efficient the, it's thing. A, it's efficiency. It's the efficiency. But is it it's, really because you've got to be thinking like you don't want you don't want poop getting up into those mm. those lady bits or those men bits either, Brian. Oh, well, I think that doesn't seem I think good. A, I think a, a rooster's got a dick, right? I don't. I don't think he does, Brian, and I'll tell you why. Because I came out and I told Isabel this, who laughed my explanation out of town, and then we looked it up, Brian. He's got like a little fucking nub inside the cloaca that needs okay. to be perfectly placed against whatever the lady nub is inside her cloaca, Brian. Okay, so it's all—it's still efficient. It's Apparently, it's fucking difficult. Hence, like the god awful show of a couple of chicken shagging. Mm. It's a lot of, lot you know, of flapping. A lot, a of, lot of flapping, a lot of pecking going on, trying mm. to get a good hold on there. Apparently, because it really is quite difficult to line up. Mm. I thought there was a penis involved. There's not, Brad. I did too. Because I think like ducks and stuff, ducks got dicks. Now, there we go. <laughs> it's interesting you should say this. Apparently, ducks are one of the only birds that have a winky. It's wild. It's wild, Brian. I freaking wild. This is kind of blowing my mind. I thought I, yeah. I thought I knew more about biology than I bird biology than I did. I would half of me was spot. going. I was going to say, you need to look into this, Brian. You really don't. It's really gross. The potos, and I am not easily. I'm not easily shocked, Brian. But oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. Uh, well, I was going to say is just don't. It's a whole mess of nonsense, Brian. It's just. Is it a bag of bits not worth worth diving into? It's a whole bag of bits, Brian. Okay. Dive into the descriptions, but maybe steer clear of the Google images. Mm. Yeah, no. Mm. 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 
Mm. Man, we we really we I, all all I did was say the word goblin from Goblin Review, and this is where we are now. This is where we've ended. <laughs> <laughs> we've ended up at ducks' penises from Goblin duck Review. Duck dicks. Duck yeah. dicks. Brian, it's the obvious way it was going to go. Could it go yeah. any other place? But granted, the the goblin I picked out for this week, because really, come I on, mean, come on, let's, do overall, this. let's get serious, Brian. The overall um, concept right here with with Goblin Review is just just a, a weird th- uh, creature, usually like a, yeah. a creature of folk or mm-hmm. uh, a, a cryptid of of sorts. Yeah, and the one I picked out for this week, we actually managed to somehow segue into it because. It's called tree geese. A tree have you ever geese? heard of tree geese? No, I have not. Tree geese. Like, are you saying tree geese, like a goose of the tree? Tree geese, yeah. Okay. Let's see. Um, so tree geese. There's considerable disagreement as to whether these creatures are fish, fowl, or vegetables. But modern opinion is that they should be placed in the latter category. Okay. Unlike true geese, they originate as the fruits of a tree which grows near the water's edge in wild areas of the world, such as the Shetland Isles, Southwest mm-hmm. Tasmania, parts of mm-hmm. New Zealand, and Northern Norway. Okay. What do you that's think a, about that that's so far? A, that's a, that is a range. That is, that is a hell, that's like, that's as far, that's one side of the world to the other. That's as far away as you can get. From Shetland to New Zealand is like diametrically. They've got a, a pretty like, wide that's range. The, that's that's the other side of the world. That's literally as far away as you can get from Shetland. Those tree geese have gone. Well, similar like like we we've said, bird birds are efficient. They're efficient. Brian They're able, is so able to, efficient. to you know succeed in a, a variety of a variety uh, biodiverse environments. Yeah. Um, the goose tree bears fruit about the size of an ostrich egg, mm-hmm. and like uh, and like other fruit, they are green and bitter when immature. Mm-hmm. It is impossible to collect ripe goose tree fruit because it remains immature in the presence of humans and ripens okay. very suddenly during the hours of darkness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, at the moment of ripe- ripeness, it falls into the water and immediately breaks open to release tree geese chicks, which grow quickly into adulthood and fly away. Mm-hmm. Observers claim that they, uh, they have a particularly beautiful coloration of subtle pinks and greens. Okay. Tree geese have been sold as food, but they are generally, uh, they're not generally popular because there's so much disagreement as to the method of preparation. Some cooks say they should be boiled like vegetables. Others say they should be roasted like fowl or fried like fish. Tree geese. Brian, there's a lot going on here. Okay. There's a lot. There's a lot to this goblin to review. So people are cooking goblins is what you're telling me. (laughs) Yes. This, or this, this, uh, I guess they're they're cooking the fruit. <laughs> they're cooking, the but you fr- got to be there at the right exact moment. But they say they can't ripen with a human presence. I so think you who gotta, you got to trick them? You got to trick them, but you got to get them. This they're eating them pre pre hatching into a beautiful pink goose. I think so. Yeah. So when they say you're eating them, they're not catching the goose; they're eating the fruit. I think so. You know what? I think you've discovered kind of a plot hole in this goblin a little bit, which I'd say lowers its overall review mm. and and mm. rating. Yeah, this is looking at a solid two stars here. Yeah. So yeah, they have not been sold as food, but they are, yeah, they have been sold as food. Yeah, I mean, from here it says like there's a big disagreement on how to prep them, but yeah. 
it could just be they, they don't taste very good because they they initially said that it's very bitter when it's unripe. Yeah, yeah exactly. So maybe it's really not a maybe it's not a matter of how you prep it, like prep it. It's, it's just it, it's it's like eating it's a, a green banana. They're just they're always going to be exactly. You can't prepare a green banana into a delicious. You can't have unripe tree goose is always going to be bitter, Brian. It's always going to be bitter. Listen, and if you like bitter things, like have you ever had a Negroni? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you like Negronis? This I love. Be, I actually do like Negronis. Uh, worst, worst cocktail available, in my opinion. <laughs> they are bitter as all hell. Bitter um, as fuck. I really, I, I actually love bitter stuff. Oh, Brian, I don't. I just don't. We once went to. So listen, okay, just go with this. So I'm going. first Christmas that we were in New York, uh, couldn't leave because I was applying for green card status. Right, couldn't leave. So we got invited to a friend's house who was also then turned out, and this only came about once we were at the house for Christmas. It was also his birthday, Brian. Imagine oh. that. Um, so Just like Jesus. Just like Jesus. Very similar to Jesus in many ways. Um, lovely beard on him. Um, mm. Jesus, that is, not our friend Matt. Um, he had no beard. So anyway... Okay. Matt said, come to my house for Christmas, bring something. We said, blah, 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 we'll bring the starter. Another friend said, we'll bring the drinks. Mm. Now, we get to the house, we have drinks. They have only brought the ingredients for one drink, Brian. What is that drink? It's a fucking Negroni. <laughs> now, if somebody that says... Is a pretty, that's a bold move. That is a bold move. And that is because our friend Marina likes to drink Negronis. Mm. That's like fucking bold. Self-serving. Exactly. If you say you're bringing, for a start, if you say you're bringing the drinks, you've got to bring a few drinks. Yeah. So all there was was Negroni and that was it. Like we didn't bring a bottle. We'd have brought a bottle of wine. Except she said, I'm bringing the drinks. Not even a wine. Negronis. So she was literally the only person drinking Negronis out of a party of about eight people. Okay. Yeah, that is very, it's so, it is like very specific. I could have, I can have a Negroni. I can have yeah, one. You're not going to, on Christmas, you're not going to be drinking <laughs> just Negronis with your turkey dinner, are you, Brian? No, definitely I don't not. know. Maybe you are. I don't know. But just a move, move of a madman. Yeah. It's a once a night drink for me. Yeah. I think that's like, you can, you can have one. And then but after that, it's, it's too bitter. It's too bitter also, to have too many. Also, you know that. Like if you're getting a big group of people, if I'm going to bring a cocktail, you know what I'm, I'm going to bring yeah. this, you know what I'm going to bring, Brian? I'm going to bring gin and tonic because mm, yeah, most people, I don't know any, okay, there may be, you maybe meet one person who doesn't like a gin and tonic. Most people will drink a gin and tonic, okay? Yeah. It's delicious. It's, it's refreshing. It's actually the most dangerous of all the cocktails. I mean, I have, you could, I could just keep fucking slapping Slam those back. Slam them down. Yeah. I once got very drunk in a karaoke booth in Japan drinking purely gin and tonics. Oh, Ended up climbing out the window uh, at about 5 a.m. and leading a troop around the car park doing um, my world-famous Mick Jagger impression, Brian. Oh. When I say a, a troop, there was me and two other people who did it because we I mean, all enjoyed the Mick impression. Okay. <laughs> it was a bit of a troop. But anyway, yeah. as I say, we drunk a lot of gin and tonics, but that's yeah. because it's eminently drinkable. It's a crowd Negr- pleaser. Negroni is not a crowd pleaser. You can have one Negroni, okay? Yeah. Two Negronis tops. I'm not even having that much, but anyway. But to bring that as the drinks? Mm. Right, that's madness. That is, that is, 
It's, it's a bold move and a bad move. Brian, I've digressed and I don't know how I've got here. Why am I talking about Negronis? Tree geese. Tree geese. There we go. <laughs> so on the, on the, uh, in summation, tree geese, it's a, it's like a fruit that falls off a tree, hits the water and turns into geese, colorful geese. Colorful geese. What do you, what do you almost instantly go from a chick to an adult? Yeah. Like that, Boom. right? Mm-hmm. Boom. And it's off. Do we, do, do we know what a tree goose looks like? An adult tree goose? I think it just looks like a purplish goose. Or what, what colors did they say it was? It's, uh, I think it just looks like a normal ge- goose. Um, but they, they said they're, they're particularly colorful with subtle pinks and greens. So like mm. a green, green pink mm. goose. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've never seen a, I've never seen a goose that looks like that, but mm-hmm. I'm open to it. And if I do, I'll know it's a tree goose. Yeah. And are these, uh, this is this is lore in all of these places. A tree goose. I guess so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Goblins of the world. I'm gonna give this goblin. Uh, I'm gonna give it two uh, two and a half orc uh, orc bits. Yeah. I'll give it two. I, you know what, Brian? I'm gonna be a bit tougher. I'm gonna give it two orc bits. Okay, I think yep. that's. I think that's fair. It's not that I don't. It's just. I feel it's inconsistent. Mm, yeah, I think we did. We did discover a bit of a plot hole in this. In this uh, creature, in this tree goose. And, and listen, I was excited to hear about it because I've never even vaguely heard of a tree goose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me either. That's that's why it really stuck out to me. I think mm. in general, though, if, we're, if we are looking at it in the grand scheme of, mm-hmm. of cryptids and mm-hmm. uh, goblins mm-hmm. and ghouls, it's kind of disappointing. It's a bit disappointing, hence the low it score. Is, it is a touch disappointing because it promises yeah. a lot. And it's, it's, very, it's, it, it's very unusual. It's mm-hmm. not often somebody comes to you with a story of a berry that turns into a goose. Mm-hmm. Gooseberry. I think we've talked about gooseberry. We have. I'm a huge fan of a, goose, a gooseberry. Gooseberry. Um, yeah, big fan of them. Big fan, Brian. I think it's because I was talking about the gooseberry kiwi hi- hybrid. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. an un- an Fruit unstoppable hybrids. an unstoppable combination. <laughs> Blessed be. Blessed be. Um, any anything spooky happened to you recently? <laughs> Do you know? I feel like anything? it was a mildly spooky incident, but I've only gone and gosh darn forgotten what it was. Mm. I've been listening to a lot of ghost podcasts trying to drum up some excitement at nighttime. Mm-hmm. I ha- it has got me back into that state of mind I'll have sometimes where I will have a leg <clears throat> out of the duvet, out of the comforter, and I'll suddenly think, oh God, I hope somebody doesn't touch my leg. <laughs> And I haven't had that for a long time. And that's really been brought about by listening to a lot com- of ghosts. That's been coming back. That's coming back. That's a direct result of having listened to a lot of ghost podcasts. So I'm pleased about mm. that. I haven't managed to manifest anything more. I feel like there was one mildly spooky thing, but at best mild. No. Our apartment was creaking a little bit the other day. It was, okay. It was night creaks. That was the about night it. creaks. Yeah. Okay. I think the scariest thing that happened uh, recently was just last night where um, I had come into, like, I, I came into our bedroom. It was kind of late. Paula was already sleeping. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to sort of, uh, you know, put on my gym jams yep. quietly. And I had yep. brought my water bottle in with me. Uh-oh. And I, I had... 
turned the lights off mm-hmm. or the lights were already off. I came into the room. I put my water bottle down on the ground. And since it was so dark, I didn't know where it was. And then I leaned over at some point, oh. whack, smacked my head right on it like a dang idiot. And, it, and then I Gosh. fell over. <laughs> so that was pretty scary. And then what, material, w- what material was the water bottle made out of? Is it metallic? It's plastic, but it just still hurt. I just, cause it was like, (laughs) it was like I put it on the ground and then I leaned down and just slammed my head directly into it. Does it have a little flip up nozzle? Is that what caught you? Was it the flip up nozzle? It's that part. It's this little handle. It's the handle. I just straight in there. That's going to hurt. Yeah. It hurt. It hurt a lot. Did you fall out of the bed? Was it? You I didn't wasn't lean in over the out of the bed. Okay, I was imagining you leant over from in the bed. Yeah. No, I was. <sighs> I was like trying to get get uh, my gym jams on. Have you ever fallen out of bed? Oh yeah. 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 I don't think I've ever fallen out of bed because I was still, really. I was. I still remember this because Sophia is very keen on the idea of bunk beds, mm. and I was just thinking about our old bunk beds were like old school, just two beds on like one bed on top of the other with no sort of rail, nothing to keep you from falling out. But I was like, no, but we never did fall. Like I never did fall out of the bed. Anyway, I, I was just thinking, to... have I ever fallen out of the bed? And I don't think I have ever fallen out of the bed. I definitely have. I 100%. I used to sometimes wake up mid-fall. Oh, no. Which is very scary. My never only out equivalent, of a bed, though. My, own, my equivalent to that is... I will sometimes bite my tongue in the night. But what is really terrible about it is I wake up, like my brain is a psychopath. I wake up with my tongue between my teeth and I realize, and I literally have this, no, no, and then it's too late. And then I, and then I bite down on the tongue. So I'm aware of what's about to happen, but it's too late. It's too late, Brian. And then I bite the tongue. It it happens often. Oh God, no. And it's too late. It's done. It's done. (laughs) The tongue's bitten. I don't think I've ever bitten my tongue in my sleep. That's that's wild. No, it's bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think on that we are at an hour. I think we've covered. Yeah. We did cover a decent amount of ghostly stuff. We covered a lot of Lord of the Rings this episode. A lot. I think that will. I think we can cover that. But we just have to say to the good people, both uh, Mr. O'Neill and I have received our second copy of the Fourteen mm. Times. I feel like we haven't even covered the first. Yeah, installment of the 14 times but there is I feel like we should cover and I'm going to hold up the cover just to Brian this doesn't help our lovely listeners but this cover ooh the yeah. Ruskington it's, Terror it's a hell of a story it's a hell scary. of a story it is scary and I feel like t- listen to this listen to this friends the Ruskington Terror terrifying encounters on the roads of Lincolnshire Imagine that. The most boring of all the shires, Lincolnshire. (laughs) Imagine how scary it is if Lincolnshire's scary. Yeah. I mean, if this face is there that I'm seeing on the cover, there's even this guy. He's scared scared that there's a guy reacting to it. If I saw that face in in the road. You would be scared. It's It's a floating face. It's a floating face. Sharp teeth. I was going to say the face has got that look to it. It's kind of like the... um, the exorcist face that they like subliminally put in there. Yes. So that's the level of scary, which is scary. That's what we're talking about. That's I think that's scary. scary. The guy on this, the guy who's got, now from the picture, there's a car, it's stopped. And then, then we've got the floating face in the middle, a big and a big floating face. Let me say mm-hmm. this. I mean, it's at least as big as the man. 
And then the man has got out of his car and his t- he's got his hand, arms up. Ah! He seems to be screaming. Don't get out, Don't get out. of your car. Don't I do mean, it. we you all know the fog f- face. Don't get out of your car. Don't get out your car. Now, the only way you would is if somehow, because what that could lend itself to you driving off. You look in the rearview mirror, Brian, what's there? The face in the back seat of the car. Then you can get out the car, okay? Get out then. Get out then. But if it's out, this is a floating fog face out of the car. Don't get out the car. Don't get out? That's crazy. That seems, don't let the fog that, in. Don't let it in. That seems, it does seem crazy to me. Yeah. Anyway. No, thank you. Anyway. Why don't we, why don't we, why don't we put that on the list? Mm-hmm. Um, we for, still have to cover pigs from that first We still episode. haven't covered the Satan pigs. The yeah. devil pigs. But listen, we'll put Ghostface Lincolnshire up as, you know, the next me after the pigs, after the demonic pigs. That's that's the next big one. Yeah. And I just I just want to tease this. I just want to tease this. Did you have you read the Ruskington horror, Brian? Or have I'd you been saving it, it I, up? I, I've been saving I gotta flip. I the only best, flip through. So the best part about the Ruskington horror. It's basically a breakdown of this horror. I'm not going to go into details what the story's about. I I don't want to spoil that. But it's basically all going off an investigation that took place in the mid-90s in the mid-morning magazine television show This Morning with Richard and Judy, who did a a long-running investigation into... This is like... If Regis and Kathy Lee had a ghost story and then 20 years later, a magazine covered their investigation of a haunting. Wow. Wow. I wonder if, that, I wonder if they ever did any uh, ghost, ghost-based segments or any paranormal stuff. Well, I'm just, that's something for a future episode because if yeah. they have, Brian. Yeah, we got to dig into that. I'm writing we gotta that dig down. Into that. I'm putting that right underneath the demon pigs. Yeah. Regis and Kathy Lee hauntings. Regis ghosts? Question mark. Yes. Anyway, so if that hasn't wet wetted your whistles, I don't mm. know what will. A ghost yeah. investigation from Richard and Judy. Okay. So tune in next week for that, or maybe just some more uh, Lord of the Rings lore talk. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? It could go one way. It could go the other. We can't say. We we really can't say. <laughs> no. Goodbye. Bye.